This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Hey, big uh, big news, obviously, out of Houston. Tank Dell um, injured out for the season, broken fibula um, in his leg, which is just a, such a bummer. And and it does it is worth mentioning. I saw this online, and it, it's such a great point. The Tank Dell got injured. I don't want to say needlessly, but I mean, why is he blocking in the middle? of a run play here, right? Like, why is he in the interior part of the line blocking? Like, that seems like a very odd place to position, you uh, know, a 160-pound tank Dell. People are making it out to be like he was out there, like, lead blocking like he's a fullback. I yeah, mean, that's true. That's not the case. <laughs> yeah, it's a condensed formation, and you're blocking. Like, you can't just take tank Dell off the field whenever you're going to do run plays because – then he's not Tank Dell. He's, you know, I don't know, Rondale Moore or something. And he's not uh-huh. Rondale Moore, okay? So, like, right. it was definitely a freak occurrence. I, I think the internet is taking it a little too far with, like, what is Tank Dell doing in this situation? Well, I mean, Nico's right there, too, man. Like, it's just your, your block. It's, it's a run play and you're, you're, you're blocking, okay? Like, you don't want him, you want him to do the Deontay Johnson, you know, where he just goes <laughs> up and tries Good to point. patty cake. Like, no, Good yeah, point. you want him in there Good throwing point. his body around and it's football. Like, I mean, shit happens. It has nothing. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with him being 160 pounds. Like, you get your leg rolled up on like that, you might you, you might break something, and that's just like it's just football. Like stuff happens. So I, I I thought it was a little like okay, let's let's really look at this play from the angle that it happened. It sucks, obviously, that it happened. Yeah. Period. And uh-huh. it does extra suck that it happens on like on a run play like that and everything. It's a, it is just a bummer that it happens. Period. Again, but yeah, it sucks that it happened that way. But I'm not like coming for the Texans that they had Tank Dell in this situation. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, okay, so what does it mean uh, for C.J. Stroud and, and Nico Collins? Obviously, you know, Nico just went absolutely freaking banana pants uh, in this ball game. a lot of it because, you know, uh, Stroud has uh, – he's doing the opposite of Mahomes, right? He's not throwing to nine guys, okay? He's throwing to three or four guys, and that's it. It's very condensed. Uh, he's got his dudes, and he's going to find them. Uh, he didn't have one of his weapons in Tank Dell, so what happens? Nico Collins uh, is going for two bucks, man. So it's just crazy, right? But so what? Do, what do you think it means overall for the passing game in Houston? Okay, so they got by for one game. Can they get by for the rest of the season and, and really make some noise in the playoffs? It's a great question because I think from there were definitely some some moments where I thought it wasn't Stroud's like best best performance. Um, but I mean, statistically, it actually is one of his best performances if you just look at like yards per attempt or adjusted yards per attempt it's one of his better uh games but he took five sacks you know like there were some plays left on the field stuff like that we're nitpicking when it comes to cj stroud okay like the guy leads the leads the nfl in passing yards as a rookie which is crazy but it's that's where he's at so you know again i I don't think he was out there like he lost it was he was playing poorly enough for them to lose that game i do think the texans defense shined through in that game and really put russ in a blender and we can officially like stop with the all right Russell Wilson apology tour. It, that that will be enough of that already. Um, <laughs> come on, yeah. 
watch the games, people, I beg you. Yeah. But uh, with, with CJ Stroud, yeah, I do think it was like slightly concerning to, to see him have that kind of you know performance, again, which is a great, great game overall, but I wouldn't say it was one of his strongest performances right after losing Tank Dell like that because I do think Tank Dell is so important to their offense and you can tell, you know, CJ Stroud was getting emotional after the game talking about Tank Dell in the press conference. Mm. Um, he obviously we've talked about on the show before. He's he specifically targeted and asked for and requested them to draft Tank Dell. Right. Their chemistry is great. And I've talked about the chemistry they have on real big boy outbreaking routes. And I do think that you're taking some teeth out of the Texans offense when I mean, I love Nico and I think Nico is like a legit alpha number one receiver breakout X receiver full stop like he's yep. not a Stroud creation you know but that's not, you know we've been talking about him on the show for years my weird affinity for Nico Collins as he <laughs> famously called it correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably I mean hey that again that's like that's my thing I have weird affinity yeah. for receivers but that's true. you know the way that he was able to be used as that like and still a lot of his big plays against Denver were like these big uh in breaking routes, vertical overs, like big overs and stuff like that. Um, that that was great when you had Tank Dell screaming on the outside. You know, I do wonder, like, I don't know, man. It's just who's going to step up and fill that void? Not anybody on the roster. Even like Noah Brown has made a lot of his plays on big crossing routes and stuff like that. It's just that's a real tough dimension that they're. Uh, I don't think. Look, they can still make noise in the playoffs. I still think they could be a really good team. And I think Nico is more than good enough for them to just feed him a ton of targets. And he's just going to eat the rest of the season. But I think from a just danger of the offense, they're taking a hit with no tank Dell. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So you charted Tank Dell. He's on the in-season um, rookie report here. 70.2% um, success rate versus man coverage, which is excellent, especially considering he is a rookie. 76.7% uh, success rate versus zone. Sl slightly, look, you want that to be above 80%, certainly. Mm -hmm. um, but but what he provides from a man-beating perspective just, again, adds another wrinkle, adds another layer to that Houston Texans offense. Um, you know, I think Nico Collins is much more that, you know, deeper threat. He's going to try to beat you from that X position. And, and, and really what Tank Dell did, Matt, from, from a flanker spot, it just – to me, it opens up the entire field, right? So you're you've got one guy one on one side, another on another, and they're just they're they're beating you in different areas of the field. To your point, I thought that is what made this roster and this offense really dangerous was that they could attack you on so many different levels and on so many different sides of the field. Yeah, and completely agree. It's 
again, there's nobody on this roster that's going to do that. Even like Xavier Hutchinson, who was a rookie that I charted that they also drafted this year, like he doesn't profile anything like a Tank Dell player. I mean, Tank Dell's just a very unique guy. Uh, Dalton Schultz comes back. He's not going to do that stuff at tight end whenever he returns. Robert Woods is certainly not going to do that at this point in his career. Those guys are going to have to step up. and They're going to have to win in other ways because none of them are going to win on these vertical, intermediate, outbreaking routes like Tank Dell was. It's just not going to happen. That ability to beat man coverage, that's not there for Robert Woods at this point of his career. It's right. certainly not. I like Noah Brown as a depth player, but he's not that type of guy. Um, it's going to be a lot of Nico Collins, which is great because we love Nico and he's awesome. I mean, that guy's going to be like a top 12 fantasy receiver rest of season. Uh, right. Although they do have a tough matchup this week against the Jets. That's another thing, too. Um I mean, the Jets are floundering for a bunch of different reasons. Like, does Zach is Zach Wilson willing to play quarterback for them? Uh, that's an open question, <laughs> apparently, here on right, <laughs> on Monday right, afternoon. Right, right. But uh, regardless, still a tough defense, you know. So Real that's th- this is the thing. Now we're going to get another. We're not going to get anything from in terms of like you know I said this on on Twitter last week that. The you can only like one receiver from a team zealot is like pick between Nico Collins. Pick which one do you like better? Red Nico Collins, Tank Dell. Which one do you like better? We're not going to have a good answer on that now because we're not going to get Tank Dell right. for the rest of the season. That's still going to be kind of an open question going forward. But we are going to get like another test case of CJ Stroud as, as you know, that guy because franchise mm-hmm. quarterbacks for take sure. pieces away from them. They can still make it work w- within certain limits, they can still make it work. And there's still some guys for CJ Stroud to work with. So I think he'll be fine. I think he'll problem solve. It's just going to be different than it was before. Yeah. Uh, closing out the season, Jets, very tough pass defense. Tennessee, pretty soft pass defense, in my opinion. Uh, Cleveland, incredibly tough pass defense, although maybe you wouldn't think that. But, yeah, no, I think overall um, – you know, incredibly tough passing defense there in Cleveland, and then they close out with Tennessee. So two games against Tennessee and then two games against some, some real elite pass, you know, rushing and, and just pass defense in general uh, for C.J. Stroud and the Texans. So we shall see. Can they get by, man, with just depth, you know, because they're going to throw, as Matt talked about, it, they're going to try to just throw depth at it. I mean, you're talking about John Mechie, Noah Brown, Robert Woods. Can those guys give you enough to replicate and maybe give you 70% of what Tank Dell was getting you. Ugh, I don't know. We'll find out. We're going to find out. But they're going to try to throw some depth at it because uh, certainly there's not an individual player that could just one for one this thing, you know, and, and step in and mm-hmm. be that, you know, every down flanker uh, for the Houston Texans. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 